and this is MJ. I love Tokusatsu, and right now I want to talk to you about Kamen Rider Zero One, Episode Forty, uh, which I'm calling it. Well, anyway, whatever. My my title for this analysis, or, or I guess of the situation, this episode is calculated risk, and uh, I don't know. I like that for some reason. Um, I had declared Aruto to be beyond calculation at one point, uh, probably around episode 10, because that's what I think Hirobi had said, and uh, you know that's something kind of echoed by the arc here, and uh, it's very fitting because the arc has everything calculated out exactly as he uh, has foreseen it, and uh, you know, all that stuff. But that all gets interrupted by Aruto and Izu's plan, which was pretty dope. Um, so yeah. So, the actual name of the episode, according to Overtime, is Leaping Towards Our Dream, for episode 40. So, um, other sources have it a little differently, but that's okay. This was written by head writer Yu Yu Takahashi, directed by Shoujiro Nakazawa, and that's pretty much uh, all of the... Oh, no, I wanted to share one other thing for, for fun. It aired July 26, 2020, so, anyway... Uh, basically, I'm just going to say that I loved this episode, that it was really, really good, and I have nothing else constructive to say about it, um, except for, like, it was really pretty, and it was really actionful and dramatic, and I like all that stuff, so that's basically all I have to say. I don't know that I want to spend five to ten minutes drooling all over it. Um, maybe I'll just run through my images and make some observations about them because that's it. I mean, the episode was really good. It was really dramatic. I like the fake out, the setup. I thought it was like a Groundhog's Day thing. Like maybe there was a miracle being performed by the fact that, you know, Izu was crying. Um, I was glad it wasn't that honestly. It kind of would have taken me out of it if that had been the case. Like, oh, you know, the miracle tear of the, you know, robot ascending to, hum you know, singularity. And I was thinking, why hasn't Izu reached singularity yet? I find that to be interesting, but... We don't have to discuss that right now. Um, yeah, uh, it just seemed like a really neat idea to me. Uh, the moment when the first death occurred uh, was shocking, or I guess there was Aruto's death, and then uh, um, Amatsu Guy died, and then <laughs> Yaiba died, and <laughs> Fuwa died, and I just thought, wow, this show is like, this can't be real. Something's wrong. Something, it, something isn't happening the way it should be. So. Uh, anyway, uh, I like the fact that it turned out that Izu was doing this, you know, calculation thing. Kind of reminded me of Endgame, right? Um, or the other one, or the, the two of them, those, the Avengers movies, the Thanos ones. Anyway, uh, kind of reminded me of that, but, um, you know, obviously it wasn't. Uh, but I just, you know, the, the theme in it of humans and human gear, or human and artificial intelligence being able to fuse together and... Uh, work and accomplish something greater just really tickles me. Uh, I absolutely love it. It's uh, one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> and um, I just love, uh, like personally before I was exposed to like the AI stuff, I always liked the idea of like the, you know, gender binary or the sexual binary, male-female blending together, uh, being able to accomplish more. Um, like it really tickled me when I was a kid that Gatomon and Aquilamon were able to DNA digivolve into this androgynous form that was more powerful than either of them. And uh, I don't know, I just think that's really neat. And I, I love the idea of bridging gaps between disparate groups and that making them stronger. Um, a lot of the imagery of them together reminded me so much of Domun Kashu and Rin Mikamura in uh, <laughs> PhD. Um, 
in Mobile Fighter G Gundam and their Love Love Sekihata Kyoken, which is kind of spoilers, but if I don't say anything else about it, uh, you don't have to hear about it. By the way, if you like hearing me talk about uh, men and women's roles in action and stories and things like that, and you caught that that was a reference to G Gundam, Domoon and Rain, then you can go ahead and check out uh, my review analysis show all about G Gundam, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, called King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. I talked about every single episode of Gundam, and then there was a couple, or G Gundam, sorry, and then there were a couple bonus episodes where I just kind of data mined stuff off of archive.org or the Wayback Machine or whatever, and uh, you might find it interesting. Check it out. But yeah, I honestly don't really have anything to say. I think, you know, there's two grasshoppers now. Um, you know, he becomes Zero Two. One of the grasshoppers kind of has a scarf on it, which is pretty neat. The red one, he gets the red gloves. It feels very much like a reference to Kamen Raider Nigo or Kamen Raider Two is what I would call him because that's who I am. Uh, I just love all the, the weird symbolism on his belt. He's got two red lines at angles, um, but it's also a two. But then his scarf is like a zero and a two, and it's kind of like a scarf, but maybe it's actually a one, or maybe it's just a scarf waving in the wind. It has all these different layers of really spectacular design elements in it, and I absolutely love it. I think the suit looks amazing. I thought the drama and the tension were so high, and it was so exciting. And then the fact that... Uh, Ark was able to like see his attack and formulate a counterattack against it was really exciting. It kind of reminded me of Shishio and Kenshin how he said like once I've seen an attack one time, I'll know how to counteract it. You know, for, you know from then on. Um, this is really fun, a really fun idea, a great thing for a villain to have it. You know, really raises the stake for the hero to be able to come out against them. And then the fact that he's not actually done, that's really intriguing, and I'm interested to see where exactly that goes. Um, Anyway, the effects uh, that were used, the uh, like for the um, the integration, or I don't know exactly how to describe it. But when uh, Zero One is able to map out all the possibilities, and then when Arc is able to do that as well, it's just really fun. Uh, it's really energetic and exciting. It actually reminds me of stuff from the movie where he uh, fights his dad, uh, Ar- uh, Aruto, of course. Um, and like there's elements from that suit that make it into zero two which is exciting um gosh i I really don't know what else to say other than i really like this and i'm really excited to see where everything goes from here if you enjoyed this like comment and share to help me grow don't forget to subscribe to keep current with each release chat with me on twitter at mj underscore scribe visit mjmunoz.com slash podcast to find the multiple feeds in which i analyze star wars tokusatsu comics and more Visit mjmunoz.com slash support for links to my Redbubble and coffee pages so you can help keep me doing the things I do. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Until next time, be well. And remember, you don't have to shout henshin to be a hero.